0: We still have no updates on the killings of either and Bell Simmons or Mrs. Petty Carmichael, but an inside source has just gotten word to us that another death has occurred. I am sorry to report that Miss Susan Fleming, Great Falls native and editor of our own sister news organization, the Gazette, has apparently leaped to her death from the roof of the police station. No more news to report at this time. Stay tuned.
1: Starring
2: Brenda Gibbs, Tony Daniels, Sarah Matlow, Jacob Smith, Cheyenne Reynolds, Daniels Carantino, Anna Vinland, Courtney Fitzgerald, Karen Butler, Stephanie Stubisco,
3: Nathan Williamson, Griffin Stanley, Tom Sheena, Michelle Blair, Amelie Ostag, Donna Maffey, and Travis Young.
4: So put together, just not the type of person who kills themselves.
5: It does seem a little out of character. I would have bet money on Susan being the one writing those letters, not receiving them.
2: It's just too awful. I mean, I never liked Susan, especially not after what happened on prom night.
5: Now,
6: we don't need to gossip right now, Ellie Mae. Show some tact. Besides, we don't know that she jumped. Could be someone pushed her. We were all up on that rooftop anyway, I mean, other than Ray and Anne, and I think that's what happened. Yeah, I'm almost sure of it. Now that I could see.
5: Thank the lord.
6: What was that, Anne?
5: Oh, oh nothing. I just never really thought of Susan as a person with feelings, you know what I mean?
7: Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Uh, she was just so mechanical.
8: How shocking, Harrison, that you wouldn't consider someone else's feelings, especially a woman.
5: Estella, you can't talk about feelings. You have never considered mine. Why, you're as cold as she was.
8: Oh, do you mean Galen, your dear departed stepmother?
9: Man, y'all are some cold-hearted people. I get that Susan didn't fit with y'all, but she still just
6: died. Oh, thank you, Ray. Or, should I say, the moral compass of Great Falls.
10: (laughs) (laughs) Oh,
4: Ray, lighten up. We aren't laughing at you. Just beside you. (laughs) I would never laugh at you, Ray. She just doesn't understand you, like you said. Suebeth, if you ever succeed
2: in finding yourself a husband, then you will know that it takes a lot of time and intimacy to be able to say such hateful things to each other. But, like I said, that's a big if.
4: Haley Louise, will you stop writing everything down? It's
11: creepy. I'm sorry, I don't mean to upset you, but I just have to remember things, and this is what works for me.
9: Well, y'all's creepiness is gonna be brought to light. She already gave Miss Crumquat a ton of notebooks, so all of y'all better watch out. Secrets are sure to start to fly.
4: Wait, what are what are you talking what am about? Talking no. about? Uh-uh. Now no, hold on you a do minute. It. What kind of have secrets?
12: Y'all y'all just stop. 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 I can't deal with this anymore. We've lost 3 people in not even a day and y'all are just all hateful. What did Susan or Miss Pity ever do to y'all? I,
4: I can't stay in here with you, I need air.
13: Hetty, wait.
4: Why I-, I think she needs space. You should just let her go. Stay here, we can chat a little. Let
13: go of me, Sue Beth. I'll be right back, y'all.
9: Sue Beth, Wyatt has been chasing Hetty since we was in grade school. Ain't no way he's gonna stop now. You may as well let that go now she's back in town.
8: I'm still bothered. By that incident, I observed with Pity and Galen.
5: Estella, I told you that you were making mountains out of molehills. Yes, less said the better on that count.
8: How do you know, Lawton? I only told
2: Harrison.
7: stupid question.
2: Well, now the rest of us want to know.
6: We sure do. And we won't say anything to old Billy Mac. We will tell you exactly what we're thinking. Our honest opinion.
1: Mm
12: Mm-hmm. Sure will. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, here goes.
8: It was a few days ago I had stopped by Miss Pity to give her some of my homegrown tomatoes. She just loves them.
5: You never gave me tomatoes.
8: You are not as nice as Miss Pity. Poor thing. Anyway, Galen's car was in the driveway. I overheard them talking on the porch.
3: I don't know who's sending them, Galen, I swear. Pity, you play the grieving widow so convincingly, I think you've started to believe it yourself. But I know, yes, I know how you are. I remember when you were just another stuck-up Lawrence looking down on everyone. I didn't look
10: down on everyone, Galen. Some people are just always jealous of what others have. My dear departed Leroy always said that Coverton was what opened the doors for the devil. And I think the devil has certainly been walking the halls of some people's houses. The person writing this letter obviously wants to share the truth. And the truth shall set you free.
3: You play your part so well, Pity. I have to give you that. You won't be so high and mighty. Once you get one, I swear.
10: What on earth can anyone say about me? I am
3: not perfect.
10: As Lord knows, we are all sinners.
3: But I try to walk with the Lord. The night of the fire. Were you walking with the Lord then, Pity? Don't you bring up that night,
10: Galen. It's too upsetting for me to even think about it. I don't have Leroy to comfort me anymore. Oh, my poor kinfolk, just burning in that beautiful house in tatters and ashes. Oh, I just hate to even think about it. It's all too much.
3: If these letters keep on, I have a feeling we are all going to have to think about it. So you'll need to toughen up.
10: Well, I'm sure your letter isn't about that, Galen. I am certain that yours is about where your husband is. Well, Lawton is at home. Making peach cobblers with Anne. What about Earl, Galen? You think you're so smart, but there's some of us that know the truth there. You know we do. Old sins have long shadows. Oh, your shadow is creeping over your shoulder. Oh, hello, Estella. Did you bring those tomatoes for me? You are an angel. I can come back if I'm interrupting her No need galen was just leaving
3: weren't you i'll speak to you on this matter later bye stella
8: and galen swept off miss Bitter didn't even look faced by that intense encounter but now i wonder
7: oh I, I wouldn't worry honestly that business with earl is
14: long over and forgotten
4: well i wouldn't go that
14: far where are Hedy and wyatt
4: Hedy was having a come-apart, so Wyatt had to go save her. Again.
14: Nobody move. Nobody. I'm gonna go get him. I'll be right back. Hedy. There
13: you are.
12: Do you have a cigarette, Wyatt? Uh,
13: I thought you quit.
12: Oh, I did. I did. But... Oh, never mind. I'm just so anxious. My nerves are getting the best of me.
13: Anxious, Hetty.
12: Wyatt, three people are dead. Three and I I just don't know what to do. Just
13: take a deep breath. We are gonna get through this. I'm here for you. Oh hell, Hetty. I've always been here for you. I never felt like my life was right when you weren't here. I know I've done some stupid things. I know I'm not perfect.
12: Wyatt, you are. You are perfect. It's It's just all so messed up. We're going to have to talk about that night. I don't want to. I don't know what to say. I'm scared. I'm scared of... Uh,
14: there y'all are. Y'all need to come back and join the rest of the group. I need to know what happened up on that roof. And I need all of you there. Can we get just one minute of privacy, Billy Allen? I'm afraid not. They're...
1: I'm sorry, Wyatt. Sergeant Mac isn't being difficult or anything. We just, well, time is of the essence.
12: It's all right. I was having a bit of a panic attack. I'm sorry. Wyatt, it's fine. I'm calmer now. We'll come right away.
4: Sergeant can I come and give you my account of everything? I'm just as jumpy as a rabbit up here right now, and I feel like some people would be happier to have me out of their sight. Oh, hey, y'all. White, I hope you made Hetty feel better.
13: Sue Beth,
12: Hetty and I, uh, well. It's complicated, but I hope we can make it work.
9: Told you, Sue Beth. All right,
14: all of y'all just Have a seat. Suebeth, I'll get your statement in just a moment. Now we have three dead people here. Two have died here on my turf. I I don't know how to get through to y'all. This is as serious as it gets. Now we've had other tragedies here. Harrison, the the loss of your father, Wyatt, your family's tragic death, but this, this is something different. I need you all to cooperate. I am expecting backup from Jackson within the next couple of hours. Uh, They'd be here already, but there's been some sort of drug bust over there, so they're shorthanded, and I am flying solo here. Of course, I am ever so grateful for the assistance of Miss Crumquat. She has been a lifesaver.
1: Why, thank you, Sergeant. I'm so glad I was here. Now, if I may say something...
14: Go ahead, Miss Crumquat.
1: Thank you. Well, I have somewhat downplayed my expertise in this field, y'all. Most of you know that I'm a fairly well-known writer of murder mysteries.
7: Oh, Galen and I always just ate up your stories, yes. Mm.
12: They have literally changed my life. I've read every one of them hundreds of times.
1: I sure do appreciate the praise. Thank you so much, but... I also have another vocation. It's one that, if I'm honest, has played into my career as Cecile Delacroix. Kinda like the right hand helping the left. My aunt did the same thing.
4: She was a realtor and a Mary Kay lady. Whenever someone bought a house from her, she'd give them a bag of products. It was so effective.
2: I am sure that Miss Krumquat isn't referring to a pyramid scheme.
4: It's not a pyramid scheme. It's women helping women. It's the way of the 80s.
6: I've always wanted one of their pink Cadillacs. Would match my purple LeBaron so well.
4: Nothing matches that monstrosity.
6: <laughs> Sue Beth, Tacky can never recognize greatness.
1: <clears throat> Much as I hate to interrupt this important debate, I do feel that time is of the essence here. So cards on the table. My vocation, of which I speak, is that of a private detective. A private
9: Interesting.
11: detective?
1: Yeah.
9: <gasps>
11: yes.
0: so Interesting.
4: Right. Oh, oh
1: my. Mm. Not married. I saw that yeah, coming.
0: Girl. I can't believe that. Are you here to pry and spy into our affairs, Adeline? That would be just like the old days when we were kids.
7: My word. Wait. Y'all know each other?
1: Yes. I did mention I had ties to this community. Galen, Henry, and I were all in school here together a million years ago. I moved away when I was just a teenager, but that's neither here nor there.
0: How convenient.
1: But, Henry, you are partially correct. In some ways, I was brought here for, well... Maybe just this purpose.
6: You mean, someone hired you to be here?
1: Yes. I was sent a letter with instructions to reach out to Galen.
6: But that... that means
0: you...
7: you lied to Galen? But she trusted you! My poor Galen.
1: I didn't lie, Henry. I told her that I was coming to town because someone here was intriguing to me. And then she came up with the dinner party plan.
5: Well,
11: that's sort of splitting hairs if you ask me. Who sent you that letter?
1: Well, that's the thing. I don't know. Yeah, In I don't know
4: that. the hill,
5: know that. is that, that sound of a hmm. big hit? <laughs> what
6: well, do you
1: mean? She said huh?
6: what? Maybe the anonymous letter writer, you know, the one who's been sending it everyone, maybe they hired you.
1: But you'd never gotten one, right, Sebastian?
6: Oh, of course not. The only people that I know so far who would gotten one uh, were Pity and Susan. Unless anyone else wants to come forward.
1: Now would be the time. And why should we trust you?
3: You you were sent a spy on us.
1: I think I was sent by someone who was worried. And I'm glad that I'm here to help Sergeant Mack here. I've never encountered a murderer that I couldn't sniff out. Nope. Never had an issue.
7: Hetty, She's fainted. Give her room. Oh, my lord. Yeah, I get dizzy just
5: thinking about people fainting.
8: Lawton. Estupido.
2: That makes literally no sense.
5: Estella, you just don't understand because you lack basic empathy for others.
2: There's some ice over there by that pitcher T? tea. I'll just go grab it.
0: Sergeant, I would love to give you my observations whenever you have the time, but I will not speak in front of Adeline. She is the very serpent in our midst.
4: I'm going next, Henry. I can't be stuck in this room anymore.
1: The walls are starting to close in on me. I'll just sit in the corner and be quiet as a mouse. You won't even know I'm there. Thanks to Haley Louise, I have plenty of reading material to occupy my time anyway. Oh, it's nothing that juicy, really. Miss Adeline, may I speak to you really quickly? Sure thing. Let's step into this office down here for a sec.
14: Mr. Greenford, if you could stay out here just for the moment, I would appreciate your ensuring that they all stay put.
0: Fine. Is she going to be okay? Yeah, she's coming around now.
4: Can we go and chat now? I don't need to see White with... Oh, it doesn't matter.
14: Sure thing, right this way. Mr. Greenford, I'll be back to chat with you shortly. Thanks for keeping an eye on things out here. (laughs) Anytime, anytime. Oh,
0: you're done sharing your secrets now then, Haley Louise? Done whispering to Adeline?
11: Yes, sir. For now.
14: Have a seat, Miss Dixon.
4: Thanks, Sergeant. May I call you Billy Allen? I sure don't know why we've never gotten better acquainted.
14: Sergeant Mac is just fine, thank you. Uh, now let's start with the most recent events. Can you tell me what happened up there on that roof?
4: Well, I'll surely try my best just for you. The issue was really because of what she said to Haley Louise. Miss Fleming. There you are. I just went and talked to them.
11: The sergeant and Miss Crumquat, I mean. They said they tried to call you, but the line was busy.
6: Lots of people been looking for you, Susan Fleming.
11: Well, I'm sorry. Someone had to go and get all this news typed up. Some of us do have real
6: jobs. Oh, that reminds me. They just asked Ray in there, didn't they, Ellie Mae?
2: You're so funny, Sebastian.
6: Haley Louise, did you
0: happen to mention that I was the one who interviewed you for your position?
2: Yes, I did.
11: Miss Crumqua asked me how I found out about the internship.
0: (laughs) Of course she did. Uh, Typical Susan. Uh, Can we chat somewhere private?
11: Of course we can, but don't let me get too far. Old Billy Allen is certain to cuss me out if I'm not available the next time he needs to talk to me. I know he'll want to talk to me. I do have lots of information
4: to share.
0: We can head up on that roof if you like. Won't take long.
4: Sure thing. It was so odd how Susan said that, now that I think about it. Like she was warning someone. Maybe not warning. Miss Crumquat, what are you reading over there? Are those Haley Louise's
1: notes? (laughs) She sure does like to write a lot. Yes, she's a very thorough girl, that's for sure. But please, don't pay me any mind. Continue. All right. Um, where
4: was I? Oh, yes. So Henry and Susan headed out of that room and up toward the roof. And we all sat there. And then someone, I don't remember who... Said that we should go up there too. Find out what Susan's information was. So we, all of us I mean, headed up to the roof.
14: Can you remember who it was? That might be important.
4: You know, I really can't. Which honestly means it was probably a woman. Men tend to hold my interest just a little more.
14: Please, keep going.
4: Wyatt was the first one out of that door at the top. I was right next to him. Well, almost. Hetty was in front of me. Henry and Susan were standing just by the door. I only heard a couple words before Wyatt interrupted them. What were the words? Well, I thought it was something about Lawton and then Prom.
1: Ha huh. That is odd.
4: Wyatt really reacted oddly. It's like he just froze for a second, and then he literally barreled into their conversation. Which is so unlike him. He's always so polite and well-mannered.
13: Henry, I need to talk to you
0: now. I heard what you said. Well, sure, Wyatt. Uh, Susan and I were just chatting about the good old days, weren't we? Well, that and Galen's husband and some issues
7: What? What did I do? Susan Fleming, are you spreading lies about me
0: again? Being character. I, you come over here and talk to me. You can come too, Hetty. This may interest you.
4: I didn't want to intrude, or I would have stuck by White. Everyone else was clustered around Susan once Lawton started clamoring. I saw Anne turn around and go back downstairs. She was feeling some kind of way about breaking the rules anyway. And those folks sure were yelling a lot. I still had my eye on Wyatt and that Hetty. You know, I never saw her as a threat before. I guess I'd never really seen them interact before. Hate to admit it. There's definitely chemistry there, but, well, I...
14: Sue Beth, can you please tell me what was being said to Miss Fleming?
4: Oh, sorry. Well, let me think. Well... There was a whole bunch of people asking things, and they were kind of bunched around her, moving towards the edge of the building, just like from ganging around, I mean. Not because of like, well, you know.
6: What information, Susan Fleming? Is it what Petty told you? She told me she was coming to look for you.
11: Petty Carmichael sure told me some interesting things. Well... Confirmed them for me, I mean. Pity was so nice. What does she know about anything? Pity was worried because she thought someone knew stuff. Stuff from the past. She thought it had gotten Galen killed. Her past, I mean. You've all got pasts. I just think you should all be careful. People hear things. People know things.
7: Don't you talk about Galen like that. She was an angel. Anyone who says otherwise is just a liar. And take my name out of your
5: mouth, you and Henry both.
11: I wasn't talking about your name, Lawton. I was talking about Galen's other husband, Earl.
5: My daddy? What about him?
4: But I never got to hear her answer to that. Just then, White and Henry stormed back. Ellie Mae, we need to talk now.
0: I don't think that's necessary.
4: Then we all heard a scream, and Susan was gone. Over the edge, I mean. Just like that.
14: Uh, you didn't see her jump?
4: No, I was looking at White. Do you think
1: she's the type to kill herself?
4: I don't know that there's really a type for that, is there? But I guess if I was thinking about some lovesick, romantic, done-with-the-world poet type, then, though, I wouldn't think that was Susan. I think she desperately wanted to be recognized, to feel important, for people to know she was smart. I do think she was lonely. I can't think for the life of me why she came back here. It's a small town, and there were still rumors about her when she was a teenager. I think that's what the prom thing was. I've never heard the whole story. Just whispers here and there, you know? Could someone have pushed her? Well, I thought about that. They'd have to be real gutsy. And it was weird, too, that she and Henry weren't talking about Lawton, but Galen's first husband. Though, Galen did sue the Gazette for defamation after Susan wrote a scathing obed about cover-ups and implied that Galen had killed Earl. If Galen were alive, I'd say she would have killed Susan. (laughs) But that's obviously not an option. You know, it's weird. When Miss Pity wound up dead, poor thing being strangled like that. Well, I thought it might be someone like Susan could have done it.
1: Why's that?
4: Well, I figured it was a woman. It would be easy for a woman to slip into the restroom. No one would notice, you know. And Susan was pretty gutsy. I think reporters have to be to be good, I mean. plus. I know that Susan hasn't been in good with the Lawrences since she wrote a reminder of their tragedy. And Miss Pity was a Lawrence. People always forget that. You and
1: Pity were close.
4: She and Leroy, her husband, were the first people I knew here. And I was at school with her son Shepard. We went to UGA together. And her daughter Missy and I actually roomed together in Atlanta before I moved here. Missy moved to NYC. You still reading those notes by Haley Louise? She doesn't mention
1: me, does she? What happened in Atlanta, Sue Beth, that made you have to come and hide out here? Oh, I knew
4: she overheard me talking to Miss Petty after I got that letter, I mean. You didn't say you got a letter. I just wanted to ignore it. That's all I wanted to do. I burned it and I tried to burn it from my mind. Look, I'll tell you, I don't want it to come out some other way. When I was at UGA, a girl died. It was, it was poison. She was in my sorority, and we had been fighting over a boy. Shepard Carmichael, specifically. He and I were great friends, and she had tried to have a fling with him well. She killed over dead during dinner at our sorority house the next day. Everyone immediately thought it might be me, but I'd been with Shepard. We were necking in his car and I missed dinner call. Thank the Lord for Shepherd. Anyway, the scandal was all too much. I had to drop out of school. Shepherd got me hooked up with his sister and she had a spare room in her house in Atlanta. He and I remained friends. Anyway, then the same thing happened. What do you mean? This girl, she was trying to flirt with my beau of the time. We were at a wedding. She died. Poison in the tea again. This time, I didn't have an airtight alibi like I did with Shepherd, and I was scared they'd put two and two together and make five. So Missy got in touch with her mom and dad and arranged for me to come here. But. Well, I swear I didn't
1: kill that girl. You have to believe me.
14: Well, I, I may still have to make some phone calls once this is over.
1: Sue Beth, how do I know you didn't kill Pity and Susan? You could have had a motive to do either one.
4: I know. And Galen was poisoned, which could look bad for me, too. But I didn't do it. That's why I wanted to come clean. I also did a little investigating my own. You know, to see if there were any people in common at both places. And the same catering company who had worked at my sorority house at UGA handled that wedding. Then they moved over to Shreveport and last I checked, weren't in business anymore. They'd started on a cruise ship or something. Before UGA, I mean. What was the name of the firm? Cardstock Catering. Dear Lord.
2: Billy Allen, you gotta come quick. It's Sebastian. He's choking, his face has gone purple. I think there's something in the tea!
10: Oh my god!
14: Y'all clear away. Let me near him.
6: Help! Help me! I saw them. I saw... Poison. Bathroom. Birds. Ledge.
2: Oh my lord! He's gonna die right here! Oh, Ray, I can't take it!
9: Just keep your head, Ellie Mae.
2: I gave him the tea. Oh, my lord! Was it in the tea, Billy Allen? Was it? Oh, I think it is. (gasps) Did I do this?
13: Y'all, just calm down. Let Billy Allen try to help him.
6: (gasps) It's all for love, you see? What a mess. It's not a game. It's not a game, stop it! You know... You know I saw you! You!
1: T-T...
7: Was he pointing at me?
1: Don't be stupid, stay calm!
14: Got no pulse.
1: Death number four, this has to stop! It's one of us! One of us is killing people!
8: The death is all around us! It's everywhere! How are they doing it? Why is this happening? Harrison, why? Galen, I could understand. I'm sorry, she's dead and I hate to speak ill of the dead, but she was mean and awful. But this titty was sweet and kind and like a bird and Susan was so sad and lonely. And now Sebastian,
7: I'm so afraid. I'm so afraid. I didn't kill anyone. I can't stand the sight of blood.
9: Which would be a plus if you're just going to strangle, push, and poison people. Stop it, Ray. You're such a hateful young man. And after all my dear Galen and I did for you... It was mostly Galen, though, wasn't it, Lawton? You're not exactly a man of independent means. (laughs) Well, I guess you are now. Since her death, I mean...
5: And don't you count on any more handouts from the family, Ray. Maybe it's time for you to finally make your own living. Oh, you mean like you,
9: just taking over your daddy's questionable business, here, there, and everywhere, probably smuggling drugs.
12: Please, let's not fight. We need to stay focused, together. Oh, it's all gotta stop soon, hasn't it, Wyatt?
13: Billy Allen, can't you do something? How are you letting people get killed right under your nose like this? You're here too, Wyatt. You're
0: a big man. Why don't you do something?
13: What would you suggest I
0: do, Ray? You children need to stop squabbling. Look, I'll give my interview. I can do it right here in front of everyone. I think it's time we talk about Galen, and why I think that she was murdered.
1: So, you have theories, do you, Henry?
0: Sometimes, Adeline, to find our way to the future, we have to unravel the twine that binds us to the past. No. If I may elaborate on my subject. He
7: has a captive audience, literally. This could take a while.
1: I am intrigued, Henry. Go on.
7: It is my belief that, though we
0: are dealing with multiple deaths, tragic though that may be... I'm sorry
9: to interrupt this big speech, Henry, but Billy Allen, for God's sake, can we at least move Sebastian into another room? I have a strong stomach, but even I don't want to sit next to a corpse and listen to a bedtime story.
14: Hey, good call. And Henry, I too want to hear your account. And I think we all need to stay in one room from here on out. But before that, I have to ask about Sebastian.
2: He said he was thirsty, so I handed him some tea. Oh God, I killed him!
5: Ellie Mae! Why would you kill him? You a killer? Ellie May, are you confessing to all these murders? I did not see that coming, y'all.
2: I didn't mean to. I didn't kill anyone. I just handed them the tea.
14: Was the tea in the pitcher?
2: No, it was poured out. There were three cups poured out right over there. I took one, too. Oh, no.
14: Have you drank any of it?
2: O- only a couple of
14: sips. I need you to bring that tea and come with me immediately. I'm sending you down to the street to the hospital. They can come and get Sebastian, too. Hetty, pass me that third cup. That's coming with me, too. Adeline, keep an eye on them. I'll be back in two minutes, and then, Henry, we will take your journey to the thread or whatever you just said. All right. I've sent Haley Louise to the hospital and we'll be running some tests on that tea. I don't like to be made to look a fool, and I feel like Y'all are doing that, at least one of you, if not more.
1: I know at least two of you that have an odd connection with poison liquids, especially tea. It wasn't me, I swear.
3: Oh, I just dropped my purse. How stupid of me.
1: Anne, I've been reading Haley Louise's notes, which, by the way, y'all are very comprehensive, and I am learning so much about each of you. She mentioned you used to have a catering company.
3: I did. For many years. But I decided to make a career change.
0: This is all so lovely. But we do have a murderer to catch and four people are dead. So, Adeline, if you could just refrain from hiring the person to cater your next birthday party, we can proceed.
1: Sure, Henry. I am sure that event planning is the only thing on my mind, and We will talk more later about that.
0: Thank you. Now we are going to thread our way back along the knots of time to the past, a past that involves, well, almost everyone here, A past that is as colorful as the coat of many...
7: Uh, Henry, Henry, we all know you are a wonderful orator, but as you so intelligently mentioned, there is some urgency here. I
13: honestly think we should just start at the dinner itself and work our way forward.
0: Fine. Let me get more rapidly to my point. I believe that to solve the mystery of the dinner, we have to at least touch on an event in Galen's past prom night of 1975. Galen had been organizing the prom. I was serving as an adjunct principal for the high school as our beloved Wilford Lawrence had recently retired at the ripe age of 98.
1: Henry, you are an attorney by trade, right?
0: That is my vocation. But those of us who stay in the small communities where we were raised, Adeline must wear a lot of hats. I uh, her fingers it-
1: In many pies, yes, I've heard. Go on, you old spider.
0: Wilford
13: was a great man. He was my uncle, Miss Crumquat. He'd always been so fair. But once Mr. Greenford here took over, he changed
0: things up. Now, Wild, your uncle was an actual saint but he had given you kids a little too much input. Uh, Galen and I just decided that between us, we probably knew what was best. Of course, our biggest influence that year had to be at that prom.
12: That was wrong of
4: Galen. She shouldn't have interfered.
0: That was a damned mess. Sure was.
4: The worst night of my life. You know, I don't think I've ever heard this full story. Now I'm all ears.
10: You know, Henry,
4: I am so glad you are here
3: with me. Earl is on one of his buying expeditions again. I believe he's somewhere in Latin America. I can't even keep up.
0: Now, Kaylin, it is I who am grateful. You know I will always do anything you ask of me. Anything at all. You're too good to me.
3: I still regret that I didn't...
0: Oh, no need to talk about that now. We have a lot to do for this prom. Oh, that freshman boy, the one you've kind of taken under your wing?
3: Seth? Oh, I mean, Sebastian St. Vincent. He's changed his name. You know, his family moved here from Texas, but he's just, well, sort of a cut above them, if you get my drift. Anyway, he has a lot of potential. He's been helping me with the decor.
0: Well, good. We can cross that off our list. Galen, I'm glad that you and I decided to take control over this from the junior class. Uh, Last year they were drinking and carrying on. Of course, old Wilford was probably in his cups too.
3: Bless his heart. You know it's been time to retire when they've named a wing of the school after you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Maybe it's time that we don't have Lawrence teaching here. At Lawrence High, I mean.
3: Well, you know that I certainly don't have any love shared with the Lawrences. Anymore, I mean. Wyatt Sr.'s wife just hates
0: me. Oh, Galen, you know what that is. You know you've always turned heads. Your last name of Bell certainly suits you. Why, when we were in high school, old Wyatt Sr. and you were a hot ticket. After you and I didn't, uh...
3: Oh, High school, for us, was an eternity ago. But I was never quite good enough for the Lawrences anyway. No, my money didn't come over on the Mayflower. And they thought my family tacky. Well, I've shown them now. And I think I've maintained my looks. Along with Marion, the richest man in Great Falls.
0: Well, is certainly rich. Don't you worry, though, about him being gone
3: all the time? is, but he doesn't. You know, I'm just grateful to have you in my life, Henry. For otherwise, I'd just be a lonely lady with a lot of money. My husband is a cold man. It's hard for me to handle it sometimes.
0: I will always be here.
12: Uh, Mr. Greenford, you wanted to see... Oh, Hello, Mrs. Bell. I didn't mean to interrupt y'all. I can come back later.
3: Oh, no, 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 Hetty. You're just fine. I wanted to chat with you about the prom this weekend. Oh, sure. I mean, I I plan to be there. Oh, of course. Now, we usually have the prom king and queen from the previous year crown the ones for this one, but they can't make it. So I was wondering if you would do it. As homecoming queen, you weren't eligible to be voted on, so I thought it would be fair. Oh, uh, sure thing. What do I need to
12: do?
0: You'll just read the ballots announcing the winners. You'll be handed them about two minutes before.
12: Yes, sir, I can certainly do that.
0: Thank you, darling. Oh, Hetty, have you heard back from old Miss yet with your scholarship offer?
12: Yes, sir, just
3: yesterday. And? Full ride for academics. Well, that is... Wonderful! I'll write you a letter of rec for Kappa Delta. I know your mama was there with me in the 60s, but I was chapter president, and even legacies can use a little extra help. I'm so glad you decided to go there, by the way. And not that snooty Harvard.
12: Uh, thank you, Mrs. Galen, but I think I am gonna go to Harvard. My mom thinks we can work it out, and, well, I'd been planning to stay here because I didn't want to leave someone, but that isn't working out anymore, so...
3: You mean Wyatt? Wyatt the third. But what happened? Y'all were so serious, I thought. I don't want to talk about it right now. I'm sorry.
12: I have to go back to class. Oh.
0: <laughs> go ahead, darling.
12: Thank you. I'll see you this weekend. Mrs. Galen, I'll I'll see you then.
0: Galen and I made some wonderful plans for the prom. We had taken over every aspect of it, except the voting for prom king and queen. that's where the trouble came in.
12: I'm sorry. May I take over this narrative? Henry, you are welcome to interject, as are any of you that were there, but I feel like I had more of a...
0: Fine, fine.
12: We had all wanted to have prom at the roller rink, but Galen decided that it was too risky then we wanted to do it like a love theme. But she said that it was too risqué.
9: Oh, that's right. So we had the lamest prom.
2: American pioneers! So, so stupid.
13: They had wanted the girls to wear like gingham Dorothy style dresses and the boys to dress like Oklahoma meets Daniel
14: Boone.
2: What? You did wear that coonskin hat. It was so cool and ironic. We
14: all wore those Ellie Mae. Not me. I wore black leather.
2: I bet you looked hot. <laughs> Ray, you looked so edgy. I remember asking if you had gotten a motorcycle.
9: And I remember saying that I did. But it, it was in the shop, so I had my dad's pickup that night, which I ended up
0: using.
12: Anyway, they also hired this weird bluegrass band.
0: The grassy hoppers. Uh, they're still around. I love them. Adeline, you could have them for that event you're catering.
12: As I was saying, it wasn't what any of us wanted, but it was senior prom, you know?
2: Katie, you look so pretty. I love that color on you. Is that fuchsia? Oh, yes, thank you. It's not too bright,
12: is it? I got it months ago, but then now that I'm here by myself, I I feel like I look a bit try-hard, you know?
2: I was gonna ask you about that. Not the dress, but well, you know, me and Ray have been sort of on and off. And well, I've sort of always had thought that Wyatt was a dream boat. Would you mind
12: if I. Wyatt isn't my property, Ellie Mae. You can do whatever you want. You
2: are just the best. Hey, and Billy Allen is looking real fine over there. And he's been checking you out. Thanks. I think I'm probably just gonna try to stay single for a while. Oh, since you're going so far away? Where is Harvard anyway? New York?
13: Hey, Ellie Mae. Don't you look great in that blue? Hey, Hetty.
12: Hey, Wyatt. Nice cap. You want to go to the dance with me, Wyatt?
13: Um. Uh...
12: Wyatt, I don't own you. Stop looking at me. Hey, Billy Allen, you want to dance? See you later. Come on, Wyatt.
9: All right. Wyatt, you never knew how mad that made me. Me and Ellie may have been going on steady since the ninth grade, and you and me, well, though I was never on your level, I thought we were friends. I walked into that room that night, and what's the first thing I see? You dancing with my girl.
2: Ray, we had had the biggest fight. That's why you hadn't picked me up.
9: It still hurt. I went over to the punch bowl, and that's when Susan Fleming cornered me.
2: Hey, Ray,
11: um... I like your outfit. Far out. So how are you feeling about this whole thing?
9: You mean prom? It's lame. But I'm not surprised. Are you?
11: Oh no, I meant the the LMA and Wyatt thing.
9: Oh that I I I don't care. She's too uptight and stuck up for me anyway, and her family are just awful. You know what? I'm going outside to have a smoke.
11: Oh perfect, I'll come too.
9: You smoke?
11: Doesn't everyone? But also, I've been waiting to talk to you all night. I have an idea I want to run by you. It would make a big splash and I'd have the best headline for the school paper ever. Not to mention the yearbook.
9: I don't think I've ever been in the yearbook. Sounds like it'd be a pain. I'm probably not interested.
11: Well, it would involve embarrassing Wyatt and making him look stupid.
9: Let's go have a smoke and a chat. But why would you want to embarrass Wyatt?
11: Trust me, I have my
12: reasons. So what you did, that was Susan Fleming's idea? But it ended up-
9: Yeah,
13: it ended up kind of ruining her. All I remember is I was so mad at Hetty for not seeming to care and you looked so pretty, Ellie Mae.
2: What? Thank you.
13: I even got that awful band to play the way we were to try to get through to Hetty.
12: That was our song, but we didn't even get to finish dancing to it because Sebastian came and grabbed me. So I swooped
2: back in and grabbed the next three dances with Wyatt and we were getting pretty hot and heavy.
9: Ellie Mae. This is awkward. It was awkward back then, too.
12: Sebastian was wanting to talk to me about Susan. He said she was just taking odd pictures and hiding behind things. He didn't like her, so I sort of took it with a grain of salt. But he did say that he overheard Galen talking to her.
6: They are up to something. That Susan can't be trusted. After she took another weird picture of Wyatt and Ellie, Galen came up and grabbed her. I just happened to have been fixing some of the table décor, so I overheard some of it.
11: But Miss Galen, they all hate me. They think I'm a snitch. No one would ever believe that or
3: let me be a part of... Now Susan, you're quite the most smart and responsible young woman here. If you hadn't told me about the debauchery at last year's prom, I would have let them have their little skate party. And then who knows what would have happened. Ellie Mae is my niece, but she is not to be trusted with the boys. If I had known she and Ray were up to, well, I'm a Christian woman, so I can't complete that thought.
11: Well, I I did get some pictures, if you want to see them, from them doing, well, you know, from last
3: year. Susan this habit of taking pictures it could get you in trouble. You should be careful. But that being said, are we clear on what is to happen if Ellie Mae wins? She and Wyatt cannot be seen to be together in any way. They
11: all hate me, though. I'm I'm afraid of what will happen.
3: You'll be fine. Trust me.
11: No, they know that I remember everything they say, and I have been known to repeat it on
3: occasion. Susan, you'll do what I ask. If you do, I'll make it worth your while.
6: Then I had to sneeze, so I had to break my cover, and they both scattered super fast.
12: I didn't know what this meant at the time.
2: Galen was on a warpath for me that night. She grabbed me off the dance floor when I was dancing with Wyatt. She dug her nails into
3: my arm and she said, why don't you take more pride in yourself, Ellie Now, I hate that no good trashy Rawls boy you've been stuck with since freshman year. But I'd sooner see you end up with a loser like that than end up with Wyatt Lawrence III. You are my kin. You're a round tree and you should act like one.
10: Why?
2: Wyatt is the best-looking boy in the school, and the Lawrences have run this town since God was a boy. And you. Wait. You dated Wyatt's daddy in high school. Why can't I date his son?
0: Listen up, all you groovy pioneers and pionettes. It's the time y'all have been waiting for. It's time to announce the King and Queen of American Pioneer Prom 1975.
11: Ellie Mae, have you seen Ray? Oh, he had to go and run an errand. He said he'd be right back. And how would you know Susan Fleming?
6: She was probably sneaking around again and-
11: We were enjoying a cigarette together
2: for your information, Sebastian. Well, I am certain that you'll never enjoy anything more than a cigarette with him or anyone, Susan. Don't you get any ideas, you're so gross.
0: Please welcome your homecoming queen, Hetty Laws, to announce the winners.
12: Good luck y'all, I'll be right back. Oh Wyatt, I hope I get to be your queen.
0: Here she is, take it away Hetty.
12: Okay, I have the envelope. The winner of Prom King 1975 is Wyatt Lawrence III.
13: I remember they shined this bright light in my eyes and I sort of staggered to the center of the room.
2: And prom queen, Ellie Mae Roundtree. I don't think I'd ever been so excited about anything in my whole life. It was my chance to be beautiful and in the spotlight. I practically glided to the center of that room. I wrapped my arms around White's neck, ready to dance that dance with him.
13: I don't know if it was the excitement of the moment,
2: or the way he looked in that ridiculous outfit.
13: It was.
2: It was.
12: I watched as their heads moved almost in slow motion, their eyes never leaving the other's face, getting closer and closer. I prayed to God I wouldn't have to watch them kiss. I guess God was listening.
9: I'd been hiding up on this ledge right above him. Susan and I had hatched a plan to finally show Wyatt that he wasn't king of the earth. We knew he was gonna win. She, she sure had issues with you, Wyatt. Anyway, my family had a chicken farm, so Susan suggested collecting all the waste and refuse from our runoff pond and loading it up on my truck, then hauling it up into the fly space of the high school auditorium, right above you, Wyatt. I'd barely had time, but I made it, and it was almost my moment.
12: Galen lost her mind. She grabbed Ellie Mae by
3: the wrist. Don't you touch him. I told you it's not natural! You're disgusting! Henry, go with Plan B! Go with Plan B!
0: I leapt into action immediately. We had been concerned that something like this may occur. Galen had been very distressed. So I ran to the mic. There has been an error in counting. Ellie Mae Roundtree is not the queen. The real queen is Susan Fleming.
11: Susan stepped forward. She looked terrified. Galen, I don't know how to do
2: this.
3: You have to. Ellie Mae, get out of here.
2: And she yanked that beautiful tear off my head and practically threw it at Susan, who had just time to put it on her hair when...
9: I had all that runoff chicken crap and God knows what else just ready to drop on white. But I couldn't see over the giant tub as I pushed it. Galen
13: had shoved me out of the way so she could get to Ellie Mae.
12: Only poor Susan was there in the spotlight
13: that bucket fell, and fell hard.
0: Other people got splashed, but she was covered. The entire place fell about laughing, all except Galen and Susan. Susan never lived that down.
2: I never got over it.
0: I didn't get what I wanted,
9: and I guess it sort of ruined my life. I got expelled, never did get my diploma. And Susan didn't get her spiteful revenge on the people who mocked her either just fueled the fire for their insults and made her even more of an outcast.
12: I hated Galen for that moment. It was so wrong. I don't think Susan ever recovered. I don't think Galen understood what those sort of things, those Haskell relationships, what they mean. That they matter. That the feelings linger like a residue.
14: Ain't the mind a funny thing? I never remembered Galen being involved at all. I just remember Susan standing there covered in chicken. Sh- uh, <clears throat> you're right, Hetty. It, it was a trauma.
1: Well, I get why that made Susan feel awful, and I'm sorry for you, Ray. I, I really am. And you, well, all of you. But why did Galen lose her mind like that? It seems so out of character i just always thought she hated me just wanted to
2: ruin my moment that would be so like her but
1: it seemed that her focus was Wyatt wait a second Hetty the other day i was told you had been researching births from 1957 is that right
12: yes Yes, I've been doing a lot of research since I came back, as a matter of fact. That night stuck with me, and I just couldn't let it go. Why, you're the only person I've ever loved, and why I came back. But I had to know the secrets.
1: The secrets? This town, this
12: stupid town, the Lawrences and their legacy, the sins of the fathers, casting long shadows over us all. I'm sorry that was dramatic. Eddie. Oh, it's all gonna come out anyway. Wyatt, I'm sorry. I've been carrying this around with me. I was terrified someone would find it. It's a birth
1: certificate. For Wyatt Lawrence III. (sighs) Oh my. Yes. Now I see.
12: What? Galen was Wyatt's mother.